I mean, shit, where do we start? So much has happened since, I want to say since game six between the Lakers and Golden State. Uh, was I nervous? Absolutely. I absolutely was nervous, but I knew we had to get the job done because the chances of us winning in Golden State in the game seven, as much as, you know, Braun is who he is and the way AD has been anchoring the defense in the playoffs, it's nothing short of phenomenal. And our, obviously we know about our role players. I must say this was very impressive, you know. I don't think we would have gotten um, that type of reaction or that type of outcome, really, if we would have went back to Golden State. Do I think this is a death of a dynasty? I would say, yeah, only because of age, injuries, frustration, uh, the chemistry. It, you know, it seems like it seems like with, with Golden State, the way they play. We've seen the way they play with uh, more fluent offense, of, uh, like offensive sets. You know what I mean? Like the screens. I mean, we've been calling Golden State out on their illegal screens since beginning the time. Uh, but it just looks good. You know, when you just see the art, the flow of the whole play going motion, the amount of screens that's set for Clay and Curry to get open. <laughs> For uncontested or even a contested three, uh, this is probably the worst playoff series Clay has ever played in his life, and probably Curry as well for that. You know, for that much, we know this was a bad series with Draymond. Uh, Paul uh, definitely had one of the worst series that he's ever had in the playoffs, and there's no telling what they're going to be able to do with this squad. I don't think Paul is even wanted on that squad anymore. You know. Since then, there has been stories, but it, all of it is just rumors. Until we actually hear the players say it or maybe even a reliable source, I probably would take. But outside of that, I mean, you could just see it. You know, it's, it, even if we don't, you, you don't have to like or dislike Golden State. You can just know that it's time for, uh, for Poole to move on. You know, it's time for him to earn his money as uh, a featured player, not a number one option, because I don't, I don't believe a number one option is in his future, but I would definitely say a second option or a third option, uh, which he's pretty much now, but it, you know, he was benched at one point for Gary Payton, uh, junior. So, you know, they were looking for more defense, uh, more of a spark on defense. And it, 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 it really didn't help. I mean, you know, um, I mean, it, it, there was a there was a, a different change. I mean, Curry is 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 good at playing chess when it comes to making roster adjustments and play adjustments, in game adjustments, etc. I think this was the biggest challenge for Darvin Ham. You feel me? Like I, I think you know, it's been a lot of lopsided type of love. Or no, I wouldn't say lopsided. I would say a better thing to say would say a roller coaster type of love that we have for Darvin Ham because we caught him out on this rotation. Um, you know, especially during the, the, the late half um, of the second half, late in the second half of the season and definitely in the playoffs, uh, beginning with Memphis. So we questioned a lot of things and I guess he heard us. And, you know, Lonnie Walker has gotten more gameplay. Malik Beasy has sat down deservingly uh, so. I can't even say the damn word. Um, because it's just lack of productivity. You feel me? Um, 
now the next challenge is Denver, you know. If this is a repeat of the bubble, which, oh, man, a lot of y'all belt, uh, bubble haters, I wonder, I would love to have y'all on the show. I mean, I, I remember when, uh, you know, right after we won the championship in, in phenomenal form, we got the hate. Oh, that's not a real chip. You know what I'm saying? You know, certain teams backed out. Da, 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 da. Some teams didn't want to play and this, that, and that. It wasn't competitive. When the players came out and said this was probably the most competitive basketball they had because they had nothing else to distract them. And there was no home court advantage. It was an even playing field. To me, the bubble will go down as one of the toughest championships to win or have won. Why? Again, no home court advantage. These cats is locked in, you know, limited, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, yeah, limited. You know, they couldn't have family members around and things like that. And, um, yeah, and the funny thing is the the final four that was in the playoffs in the bubble is back in the playoffs now, which makes it even more special because two of those teams are playing teams. And Miami Heat and Los Angeles Lakers, right? Shout out to my boy Smooth. I was definitely agreeing with him when he said early we might as well put money on the Lakers, you know. And this was when they were two and nine. He was like, "Yeah, let me go ahead and put money on them now." And um, you know, obviously we didn't. We we slacked on it. We slacked on it. Um, but it definitely would have. I mean, we have we have a chance. <laughs> we have a chance to to shock the world again. Uh, not only that. Real quick side note: Did y'all hear about the guy who had the uh, the championship ticket? Which was he had all of the champions on his ticket, and I think, uh, and this was across multiple sports, by the way. I think the tick uh, the ticket value, uh, well, not the value, but the ticket cost two hundred dollars. And it was worth 300000 if it hit. Now, the only team that needed to hit for him to win that ticket was Golden State. At the time, you know, we were going into game six. Vegas offered him eleven k for that ticket, and he turned it down. That dumb dog who picked Golden State to beat us also can kick rocks as well. Um, cute dog, but you was wrong. So here we are. Lakers versus Denver. Boston versus Miami. Should be a good one. Um, I'm okay for the bubble rematch. I'm okay with going up against Jimmy Butler once again. Um, they're missing some key players, which is totally fine with us. But... I've heard some people say that, well, let's just look at the narrative. What better finals would it be if we had a Lakers versus Boston again? And not only that, look at the storyline behind it. Obviously, you got the Lakers coming in with a uh, a revamped roster that was, you know, made it from the play-in. You had Boston, uh, who had is, you know, not too far removed from being in the finals. And this is the battle for championship number 18. This championship will determine who is um, basically the leader 
<laughs> when it comes to championships in the NBA. Uh, that's exciting. You know what I mean? So I'm with, with whatever. And no disrespect to Denver, because I hope we do beat them. We will beat them. But um, the storyline is drastically different. I think one storyline that you can hang on is with Philly being eliminated, which is pretty much uh, disappointing in itself because they could they had two games to get rid of that series. Um, Joel MB went out. And he didn't play like an MVP candidate, which he lost to uh, Joker. Joker is playing out of his mind right now. Nobody in the playoffs has stopped him. But this also reminds me of the bubble where up until we got to the finals, every team that we played, we beat them five games to one. We beat them in five. Um, you fast forward three years later. We beat every team in six up until the Western Conference Finals where we meet Denver. Now, what what is their advantage? The same advantage that they have every year. That first game, might it might be a tough one. Why? Because of the altitude. You know, they're training up there. They're used to that. Uh, we might come out a little sluggish. The good thing that's on our side is that we get, we're getting some rest. So that's dope. But, um, yeah, I got Lakers in six. I'm giving them. I'm uh, I, respectfully. It's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same thing. Lakers in six to me. A game seven would be nerve wracking, but it'd also be ahead of fade. I can't knock that. I part of me wants to wants to say, "Hey, man, no, nah, let's end this in six. The other side of me is saying, "This is a game seven that everybody, and I mean." Everybody will be locked into. Not only would they be locked into that, like we will, we will definitely see what Braun will do and AD would do in a game seven in the conference finals. That'd be bananas. That'd be, but I think we beat the hardest team in the playoffs. I think Golden State, I, I mean, I know a lot of people are still hanging their hat on Denver, rightfully so, man. Like I said, they are number one. Um, but at the same time, I think outside of Denver, um, I actually thought Philly was pretty pretty strong. I like I like Miami. I like Miami to get back there. Boston, it's up and down. Haven't been consistent. Uh, but you know, Tatum showed up with a, a historical game seven against Philly. But I feel like Golden State. I feel like Golden State. I think that was the hardest one. I think that was the hardest series. Memphis was pretty difficult too, but you know, we Bron and AD and company potentially ended a dynasty, um, which was dope. You know, what I'm saying that was dope. They got to go through what they got to go through. Every team has to do that. Dynasties don't last that long, but you know they had a good run. We'll see how they <clears throat> how they shape up in the off season. That'd be interesting. The, um, the, the the minus and additions uh, when it comes to the roster. So we'll see. Hey, man, you know my thing. As long as we stay healthy, we got a chance. Honestly, uh, we stay healthy. We have more than a chance. You know what I mean? We just got to make sure we lock in. Because if we get hot, it's over. Let's see. 
Outside of that, man, we it's like we're having musical chairs being played around in the NBA. Uh, since then, the Bucks have, like I said, Bucks have uh, fired their coach. Suns got rid of Monty Williams. Um, we go down to the Clippers. They don't have a coach right now, and it's like that's nasty business right there. I don't, I don't understand this new NBA where you could be accomplished as a coach. I know it might be certain goals that you might set for your team, but Ty Lue did. I don't think, you know, they're talking about Ty Lue possibly going to the Suns. They're talking about Monty Williams possibly going to the Bucks. You know, it's just at this point, it's just musical chairs right now. And Monty Williams has options because I heard the Raptors is up there as well. Maybe even the Clippers, you know what I mean? But it's like, this is a guy who was a two-time, you know, coach of the year. You know, if I if I'm not was Monty two-time, I think Monty was two-time coach of the year. Um, and Monty has been to the he's been to the finals. He's been to the finals. So, what does this mean for Phoenix? Absolutely don't know because who knows what's going to happen with Chris Paul. Um, you got KD and you got Booker. That's still not enough. You know, just like MB said, which a lot of people flipped out over. And, and I don't even truly believe that he really cares for Harden. But, you know, he was like, dog, well, I need help. I know Dame said what he said on Twitter. Like, huh? Like, man, you got all you, you got all you need right there. But, you know, to him, the supporting cast didn't show up. But he also didn't show up by scoring 15 points in that Game seven. That's the worst rollover I've seen in a very long time. Even Golden State was still fighting uh, towards the end of game six. So that was nasty business, man. Nasty business. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We play tomorrow. I don't know why. Who set the schedule for 530 on a Tuesday? That's weird. I guess they catering towards the East Coast a little bit. Um, and then obviously you got Denver. And uh, I mean, not Denver. You have... Uh, you have Miami and Boston on Wednesday. So here we are, man. The final four is set. I'm excited. Uh, but before I get out of here, man, shout out to 12 Cal. Shout out to Birth, man. I know y'all listening. Uh, one Mike, my boy OTR Mike as well. Hey, man, what are we going to do with John Morant? Like, seriously, what are we going to do? Again, I know early on, See, here's the thing. I like to give people my timeline so they won't misunderstand where I'm coming from. I was the one, and obviously I'm not the only one, but I was the one who chose to pick him over Zion. I said I would take him over Zion. It had nothing to do with character issues at the moment, though. It was just pure talent. And we already know if Zion is able to stay healthy, that's a different type of monster. But John never showed any signs of being injury prone. And he had, to, you know, his talent was, you know, obviously his talent is crazy because he had a great tournament run. Um, <clears throat> but I picked him. You know, I favored the guard over the forward. You know what I mean? Some people, more, a lot of people disagree than understood and, and agree with me. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? We all have our opinions. But I favored the guard on that one. You fast forward, he started getting to these altercations off the court. And a lot, I seen a lot of cats defending him in the beginning because why? Some people just want to be different. You know, we're too harsh on him. He's young. 
this, that, and the third, give people a second chance. It's not that big of a deal until it is a big of a bit, until it turns into a big deal. So when I was telling you these cats are stupid, they acting dumb for no reason, the Dylan Brooks of the world, this is what I'm talking about. I don't care about none of that shit that you say on the court. I don't really care about the uh, the press conference because I, I believe they should back off of these goddamn athletes and let them and let their true emotions show. You know, find whatever you got to find. You know what I'm saying? If they say something crazy or out of pocket, but they should be able to voice their opinion. You know, this is why. Um, this is probably one of the reasons why Draymond goes straight to his hotel room and starts to record a podcast because he want to get it off his chest. He know he can't. He know he's not able to say certain things at the press. But for you to get in trouble for waving a gun on IG or posting it, I should say, he posted the first one. Then go through some counseling, quick little counseling, got suspended for some games. Come back, says he's working on being a changed man. <clears throat> and then you fast forward and do the same exact thing, but on somebody else's IG live. This is exactly what I mean by it's not just about Josh, it's about the people around him. And the reason why I can't say, all right, well, we don't know if people are talking to him or not. Obviously, the right people not talking to him or he don't really fuck with them people like that. And I can say that, including his parents, because we're talking about over several over several incidents that he's been in where. Can cause not just, you know, a suspension or even a fine, but they can possibly getting kicked out of the league. You have two situations that involve uh, two guns. <clears throat> That's first and foremost. The other one is you actually putting your hands on a minor or threatening. So it's like, at this point, are y'all going to stop caping for this type of shit because y'all want to be different and want to argue online? Are y'all going to realize that this young black man is just throwing his, basically his life and the, the means to feed other people down the drain over some shit that... Like, when I tell you, I can understand if you came from that lifestyle and it's hard for you to get away from that. And we also criticize those type of players as well. Like, dog, you came from the bottom. Why you keep going back down there? It has been publicized and regurgitated multiple, on multiple occasions that this nigga wasn't from no type of hood. He didn't struggle at all. This nigga is Malibu most wanted. And he's out there acting like Tupac after he got shot five times. It's like, what's the what's the purpose? And it's, I'm like, this is about to be the first time we see a superstar dismantle himself early on in his career with a promising Memphis squad, with or without Dylan Brooks. It's a sad thing to sit on, man. Uh, that's ugly business. And I have to blame his whole entire circle. Even if they came out and said, I, we have tried talking to him, then he just don't respect y'all then. He don't. And I and, and, and the blame goes straight at the parents. And, I, and, and I'm one of those. It, uh, obviously, Jaws an adult. He can make his own decision. You never stop being someone's child. So I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Or I would have been, if I don't have that type of relationship, I would have been came out and said, he don't listen to me. To get that off of me. But right now... 
the parents and the circle looks much worse than what Ja looks like right now. That's nasty business. You know what I'm saying? To the point where is it will he be able to stay? Will he get suspended? How long will he be suspended? 25 games? Half of the season? What? You know what I mean? You know he's going to have to go through another program. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a different it's a different generation. I'm tired of people comparing him to Iverson because Iverson didn't get in trouble like that. I mean, the trouble that we did know about it was before he got to the league. And that was it. After that, it was just the league picking on Iverson because of his image, which a lot of fans, including uh, the whites, were copying. You know, he, he was the one who helped merge the NBA and hip-hop together. Go check his commercial, his Reebok commercials. The way he dressed, the way he talked, his hair. I never heard of any off-the-court issues from Iverson, though. Not while he was a pro. Not at all. So I don't know where that comparison comes from, but I just know this is nasty business. And you know what? Quiet is kept. I mean, shout out to Steven Adams because he's the only one who called the all-players meeting. But what about some of these players out there? You know what I'm saying? And I know it's, t- it's, it's tough for cats that's in the playoffs right now to focus on some bullshit like that. But all the teams, right? it's only four teams left. Go get those rest of those teams and go get those star players and see if you can sit. This is where we miss Kobe. When you had to go force a nigga to go talk to Kobe, it's like we can't do that no more. You got to go listen to Kobe. Ain't nobody listening to Braun right now because he's still playing. And niggas don't like him. So, if the circle not doing it, Chuck and Shaq and Kenny, them niggas is cracking jokes. They saying some truth, but they still cracking jokes. He ain't going to listen to them either. And it's like, it, it really baffles me on why. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no legit negative reason (laughs) like you can do some shit because you came from a certain place and you're addicted to that lifestyle yeah but you're addicted to a lifestyle that she was never a part of open up with btg man 12 cal i hope you hear me this is sad bro this is sad it's a terrible example he got a nike deal based off of nike getting rid of Kyrie, and he basically takes over Kyrie's shoe and he's about to pluck, pluck off all his endorsements because he wants to uphold an image that nobody really cares about and you just finished coming from a team that could possibly push teams to get to the Western Conference Finals. Memphis got that type of team. Man. Well, look, man, I can't worry about somebody else's kids, man. That's not my business. I got to worry about my own kids. But I will say, I definitely talked to my son about this situation. I do. And I'm glad he got these examples. I guess that's the one thing that we can take away from this, Murph, is that we can look at what the mistakes that Ja is making right now and explain to our kids why not to make those mistakes. Open road with BTG, man. By the grace of God, I'll see y'all next week. And not only that, by the grace of God, by next week, I hope we up 3-1. I hope we are up 3-1. My Lakers is back. Yo, Rob Palenka, I think, should get a lot more respect and love um, than, than, than what he's getting right now. But at the end of the day, he's going to get it. I think he's going to get it. You know what I'm saying? He did a great job. I haven't seen too many teams flip a roster midseason and decide, hey, 
we're going to at least the Western Conference Finals. Yep, I need answers. I need answers because I got questions. See y'all next week.